At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What will the Raiders do at quarterback? That is the, oh, $30 million question, perhaps. And we're talking about it today on Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. We talk all things. Las Vegas Raiders, Oakland Raiders, Los Angeles Raiders, whatever you want to call them, we're cool that they're just the Raiders to us, and uh, we're here to talk about it. It is Scott Branson back with my co-host, that is Mr. Mo Moten. He's a national NFL writer for Bleacher Report, also a Raiders columnist up on sportsnot.com. Mo, uh, Josh McDaniels had quite a bit to say, uh, and we, we joke about it last year. He is not as dry as Bill Belichick, but he's also not that much more exciting than Bill Belichick. So he had a lot to say, but but he talked about the future of the quarterback position. And I think this is not us taking a victory lap, but I think he kind of said what we thought they might do or should do. Uh, and, and so let's play this. I have a, a clip here of Josh McDaniels talking about the uh, quarterback position and what the Raiders, because of course it was like the second question asked of him at the press conference at the Combine. So here's Josh McDaniels, about a minute clip on the quarterback position and the Raiders quote-unquote plan. I mean, I think there's always urgency at that position. Um, you know, look, the, the, the goal for us eventually is to have somebody that's going to be here for a long time. I think that, um, you know, you see the teams that are having success right now uh, in our league, I would say in our conference and specifically in our division. Um, you know, they're young players that were drafted by their clubs and they're being developed there um, under the same continuity. Uh, and so I think that eventually, yes. Um, do I think you, you know, you have to do that if you're not sure or not sold on the player? 
and now you're making a mistake just to try to say that you're solving a problem. I don't think that's really a smart decision. Um, so we're going to do everything we can do to evaluate every player at that position, both in the draft uh, and free agency, and try to do what we can do to improve the room. I mean, there's certainly going to be a number of players added at that position. Uh, right now, only Chase Garbers is under contract. So um, we'll, we'll look at everything we can look at. Uh, but the goal eventually is to try to have a young player here that's going to be a Raider for a long time. All right, Mo, there you go. Josh McDaniels and some buzz keywords. Where you and I, it's it's time to read between the lines. Read between the lines with Mo and Scott. Okay. So a couple of things, Mo, that stick out to me, and I want to get your comments on this, uh, because first thing that popped in my head when he was talking was he said, as he started talking about always addressing the position, our goal eventually... Our goal eventually, <laughs> that does not mean immediacy, by the way. Goal eventually is to have a quarterback stay here for a long time. So two things there. One is young quarterback, clearly. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's a quarterback that's going to come in and start year one uh, and and be pay, maybe a first-round pick. So, so what did you think, and he talked about continuity too, which is another thing I'll talk about in a second, but... When you hear those words about eventually, uh, does that not tell you that they have a plan, but it does not necessarily mean that they're expecting to draft someone who's going to come in and play right away? Yeah, it says those two things that they have. a. I, I think a lot of people on Twitter, they don't have a plan. They don't have a plan. They're just going by the seat <laughs> of their pants. I, they do have a plan, and if they did, they're not going to reveal it to us, number one. Right. Two, you're right. It, it's about getting a young guy that who may not start right away. He may not start until 2024. And that goes along with what these Ziegler said about the Rays might not have an immediate answer at the quarterback position in 2023. Keep in mind that they've had, I believe, two meetings with Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. Hooker, now remember Hooker tore his ACL, I believe, in November. Yep. Now he says he's going to be able to participate in drills and training camp, but most players and coach, most players, I should say, are optimistic about their recovery timeline. Realistically speaking, Hendon Hooker may not be ready to go full throttle until maybe the end of the summer. Hmm. So let's say the Raiders don't draft the quarterback and they go with Hendon Hooker on day two, second or third round pick, right? And he's going to have to have time to recover from a serious knee injury. He's not, he's probably not going to play in the first year, and if he does, it'll be like the last, what, month of the season, maybe, depending on where the Raiders are. So, again, fans don't want to hear that. They want to see the quarterback out there right away. But it's all about thinking four or five years down the line. That's right. And what the, the bigger point to me is, and I think we were slightly off on this, mm -hmm. at least I was. I'll admit that I was slightly off on this thought process. By the way, Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziggler are talking may not have immediate answer, may not be immediate. I don't think Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler are on the hot seat as, as exactly. we thought they were. Yes. So that that short leash that we thought Josh McDaniels had going into the 2023 offseason because he went 6-11 and 11 with, a, with the talent on a roster that they had, yep. we thought, oh, he's got to come in. He's got to win right away. Hearing him and hearing Dave Ziegler makes me retract that statement. I don't think they're under a mandate that they have to win right away. So if the Raiders start off really quick, Scott, if the Raiders start off one and five, I hope they don't. But let's say the Raiders start off one and five. A lot of fans will be saying, fire Dave Ziegler, fire Josh McDaniels. I don't think that's going to happen because they're speaking as if 
they have some time. Like yeah. this is not a year where they have to win right away to save their jobs. That's not the case. Correct. And and that is that is one of my biggest takeaways from what we've heard. And we're going to talk about some some stuff from uh, Dave Ziegler in a second. But but both of them, what we've been hearing, and I know you tweeted it out on Wednesday uh, after I said something, which was the idea of patience. And fans don't want to hear. I have patience for twenty years. I get it. But you have an option. You can either be patient or you can not be patient and not. Watch the team. I don't know what else to tell you, but I will tell you this. I agree. There is going to be no hot seat and there might not be a hot seat for two years. And what I mean by that is they might go a little backwards next year, win four games, win five games, win six games again. Okay. If you consider that backwards or at least treading water. And then maybe there's higher expectations, not maybe playoff expectations, but higher expectations to get to 500 or over the following season. So I, by the way they're speaking, unless they're completely misreading their owner, which I doubt, I agree with you, Mo. I think these guys are operating under at least a two-year-to-get-healthy plan. And I mean get healthy in that, hey, we need to get really competitive within two years because they're going to blow up that defense. And then on offense, they got to find the quarterback and strengthen the offensive line. So to me, that's what it says. And they keep saying continuity. Continuity doesn't come when you fire a guy after a second year, especially when you're drafting a quarterback. Mark Davis is not, at least he shouldn't, allow a GM to select a quarterback as a rookie based on a system you have in place and then blow out the coach. It's just, if you think that's going to happen, no matter how bad it gets in the future with this team over the next you know season, it's not going to happen. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's just not going to happen. And you mentioned continuity, you mentioned the C word. And I and I, <laughs> I say this so many times on this show, but Raider fans don't want to hear this. But if you want continuity, you're going to have to be patient. Because yeah. if you're impatient and you're firing coaches, head coaches and general managers after one or two years, you're never going to have continuity. That's one of the things that people said that impacted Derek Carr's tenure with the Raiders. Well, if you want to have, if you want to go in the other direction and have that continuity and have that stability, you have to let the head coach and general manager, you have to give them some rope, so to speak. Can't have mm-hmm. can't have them go into their second season on a short leash and say, if, you, if you're not 500 by, by the bye week or by week eight, then we're thinking about moving on, then guess what? Whoever you drafted or picked up as a quarterback is going to have another offensive coordinator in, in the second year. Your defense is probably going to have another coordinator after Patrick Graham again. Because remember, there were people saying Patrick Graham should be fired. And I was one of the people that said, well, hold on a minute now. <laughs> Can we allow Patrick Graham to, to get his, quote unquote, his players and implement his system for at least multiple years before we run a guy out after a bad season? I know it doesn't look good now, but again, if you want that stability, you're going to have to go. Sometimes you're going to have to go through rough patches. It's not always going to look like what the Giants did with Brian Dable in, in New York. It's not always going to look like what Doug Peterson is doing in Jacksonville. Sometimes it's a slow improvement it's not an instant impact thing so i think 
again, I know Raiders fans don't want to hear me say patience, the P word, but you're going to have to be patient because, as to. I just said, the way Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels are talking, they're going to at least have a three-year period to turn this thing around. Yeah, and to me, also, I know fans are going to tell me to F off here, but I will tell you <laughs> that you can somewhat go a little backwards and, and still feel good about where your team is headed. And I, what I mean by that is if, if, if Ziegler and McDaniels nail the draft this year, at least from appearances perspective, guys got to prove themselves on the field, of course. But if they are going in the right direction, they sign a quarterback, stopgap, probably going to be Stidham. Looks like it's going to happen. Then they draft a young quarterback, whether it's Hooker, whether it's Will Levis, whether it's C.J. Stroud, whoever. And they go get an offensive lineman. They start building that defense, which is, to me, going to take more than two seasons or more than a season to build. Right free agents, right draft picks. Then you can start to say, okay, yeah, they might not win all the games they need to win yet, but this is going in the right direction. And then we'll have a draft next year where the Raiders can then start to do that. Uh, and you'll see if a, the young quarterback develops. If he doesn't, then you go get another quarterback because you've had a year probably where you're going to be in the top 10, 15, whatever it may be. So, so I think that there is some bright side to that, uh, that dark side if the Raiders are, are building again to win. So, so to me, that's what you're going to have to do. But I also am, am, am wondering your thoughts, Mo, before we end this segment, because Dave Ziegler also mentioned, he kind of did his off the, not off the record, but off camera press conference gaggle with, with the reporters there in Indy. And he talked about Devontae Adams saying that, hey, Devontae Adams is involved in our quarterback kind of plan. He knows what's going on. We're keeping him apprised, which shows the respect they have for him. And they understand because he signed there when Derek Carr was there. And now he's going to be wondering who the heck is throwing me the ball. Um, this is really interesting because we talked about it on this show. Some folks have said, well, you might as well just trade him because the Raiders have to, to build. And, and so if they're doing that, then what's the, what's the purpose? Well, you can't move him because of cap until 2025, actually. In 2025, you could actually move him if you wanted to. But again, that's, that's in two and a half seasons when he's older and we'll see how effective he continues to be. But are you, are you still, I mean, what do you do if you're Devonte Adams? Um, you're hoping and you're believing that they do the right thing and that they go get a young quarterback who's going to light it up eventually after one season. Um, but it really puts him in a tough situation and, and, and the Raiders can't really do anything. Even if he demands a trade, um, man, it would be difficult. I just don't know what he's going to do if the Raiders don't nail the quarterback position. I have a few thoughts on this. Number Great. one, awesome. There go. were there there were there was a lot of talk about Devontae Adams and his contracts. I think there's a there's a uh, a kicker in his contract where I believe on March 17th there are some guarantees that kick in, and people were uh, saying, "Well, the Raiders can trade him and and avoid those guarantees." because this is a team that's not close to winning anything. So why keep Devonta Adams when you don't have a quarterback in place, you could trade him, get some draft assets and kind of do a full blown rebuild. And I'm not going to say who put the tweet up, but uh, I looked at it and I said, no way you do that. You, you just, you sent off your first and second round pick for Devonta Adams just to get one year out of him. Right. It makes, it made absolutely no sense. And then you gave him this big extension. He's basically a leader in your locker room. Why would you get rid of Devontae Adams just because your quarterback situation is unsettled? Because 
whoever you bring in, you want that quarterback to have the best weapons possible so that yes. person can succeed, right? So yeah. it would make no sense to get rid of arguably the best wide receiver in the league when you're bringing in a new guy. Anyway, but the other thing about Devontae Adams and him being in the loop with Dave Ziegler, I think is important to note because there were a lot of people, a lot of fans, and you remember this, Scott, after the whole Derek Carr thing, we knew this Derek Carr era was going to come to an end. A lot of fans said, oh, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams is going to leave because Derek Carr is not there. He's going to demand a trade. He's he's basically going to throw a temper tantrum saying, you, you're not <laughs> going to keep my good friend Derek Carr. I'm going with him wherever he goes. Right. And what happened? Devontae Adams stood in front of the camera, and I think it was Hondo Carpenter of Sports Illustrated asked the question, do you see yourself being a Raider in the, in the upcoming season? He basically said, yes, I came here. I wouldn't have been here in Las Vegas without Derek Carr being here, but I grew up a Raider fan. And so I'm going to stick it. I'm basically, he said, I'm going to stick it out after Derek Carr leaves because I want to be a Raider. Right. I came here for Derek, but I still want to be a Raider after Derek. So with Dave Ziegler having Devontae Adams in the loop and, and, and Devontae Adams having Dave Ziegler's ear, I think it's important to note that because we're not going to run into a situation where Devontae Adams just shows up to camp and goes, I'm done with this plan because he's going to know what basically <laughs> what the what plan is. is. He's not, he's not picking the quarterback. Don't get me right. wrong. He's not the guy saying, I, I want CJ Stroud, go get him. It's, it's a matter of, Hey, Devontae, this is what we plan on doing. Right. You know? And, 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 and I think and he's, he's the, sorry, he's, Scott, but including yeah. him, including him is important because he's not going to be blindsided by the plan. Right. And not only that, but, but um, you can get his buy-in early because if let's say, Let's say they're going to draft a young quarterback. Uh, they he's got a sense for who it is. He understands them. Uh, if they're bringing Jared Stidham back, he already has familiarity with that, so he feels good about that. Because yes, the Chief game didn't go as people thought it would, but he did show some obviously flashes of brilliance against the 49ers. And so I think that you have the situation where he's familiar with one guy, and if he's excited about the other guy, and they're keeping him in the loop. Great. The other thing is, remember, Devontae Adams, I know Josh Jacobs is a big deal for this team, and Josh Jacobs has really emerged, I think, as a a leader in the locker room, too, is Devontae Adams is the senior member, if you will, on that offense. He is, without a quarterback there right now, he's the guy. I really believe that, right? He has to be. And so that's just like if you had a quarterback there right now, you kind of keep your quarterback in the loop on what's going on with the team. And I think in this case, it's a little heavier because obviously you don't have somebody who's throwing to him and he's a wide receiver, but he is the guy. So I agree with you. And I, I look, they, they have an out in 2025. I think it's a 15 million dead cap hit. He's not going anywhere before that. And I don't think he'll even go then. So, so we'll see what happens, but good news there that they're keeping him apprised um, about their plan, which some of you think they don't have. But yes, there you go. That's the <laughs> that's the plan. The plan isn't for you and I to know because they're not going to tell us, but they got a plan. But you know what? I bet you Devontae knows pretty much the plan, what's going on, yeah. because Dave Ziegler said that he has not He has the, I believe, and I'm paraphrasing, he doesn't have a better relationship than anyone else in the league than better than Devontae Adams. Basically saying his his relationship with Devontae Adams is is has gone further than any other player in the National Football League. So these guys talk about football, they talk about life. Life. Yes. So again, he Absolutely. Whatever the Raiders decide to do, I'm not saying Devontae Adams is going to be 100% on board with, but at least he'll know what's coming down the shoot before it happens. It's not going to be a, a situation where Devontae is going to be surprised that they, you know, draft Will Levis or draft Anthony Richardson, whoever they may pick up. 
yeah. Devontae Adams is going to know what's what's going to happen before it actually happens because he'll be in the loop, which is, I think is a smart thing to do for a leader in your locker room and a guy you want to keep happy. Absolutely. There you go. So there it is. Uh, the the plan, non-plan, plan for three years at quarterback. I, I, fans have so much access to information that when they don't get information, they assume there is none. It's very interesting. And, and we all do it nowadays because we just get so much so much data thrown at us. But when it comes to this Raiders team, now, if you heard Devontae Adams was demanding a trade, okay, then you could say the plan is either not good or they don't have one, but obviously we're not there, as Mo said. Okay, we're going to step aside for a break, and when we come back, we're going to get to one of the parts of the week we love to get to, which is the mailbag segment, where we answer your questions, and for next show, you can mail them in to us, mail at silverandblacktoday.com, or you can hit Mo up, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N on Twitter, or me, L-V Gully, L-V-G-U-L-L-Y, S-N-B Today as well is the show. You can ask us questions there. We'll take them wherever you send them. But first, we're going to take this break where we pay some bills and then we come back and we'll get to your questions. You're listening to Mo and Scott. This is Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. <laughs> 